podcasting. Lucas, do you know how this awesome microphone works? Nah, like, I feel like we're in a spaceship right now. Bro. I Test. Do, does, how does this high-quality production equipment work again? I, I forget. Oh, wait. I remember because we got a tour of the studio we're currently sitting in. Do you all hear this beautiful, soft, soothing sound flowing through your earscape right now? It's Dude. gorgeous. So this place makes me feel zen as So fuck, zen. We're in a box within a box We're on a sand box. beach. Within a box. Right in the sunsets. <laughs> oh no, dude. This is going to become an ASMR podcast before we know it, For dog. sure, dude. For sure. Oh, dude. but wait. The intro. Oh, for What sure. up, Stoke Nation? You are listening to episode 11 of Let's Talk About It with John and Lucas. My name's John. I'm here with my compa, Trey. Lucas, what up, Lucas? Oh, dude, I love how you use the space for that special Dre, dude. Boom, clap, stokers. Boom, clap. We're stokers, com- we're so freaking excited we're right now. We're so excited. Oh, my God. We're coming to you over airwaves of multi, much more quality. Dude, this is Did like some 730, right? 25 hertz, megapixel. Uh, 1080p HD uh, liquid display, dude. Exactly. That's this sound waves are coming via liquid display. Yeah, we have a lot of noises going on. There's still some Because our boy Kowalski is trying to work out some technical diffs. Uh, I think he should just uh, it's all right, call Kowalski. it quits, Kowalski. I think that you're good, buddy. Isn't right. it crazy how this worked out, too? I'm We're in high. an actual studio Yeah, right so, like, let's explain to the listeners what happened, man. So, you're the one who stumbled upon this online. So yeah, I, I was basically, I mean, recording on my Mac is, like, it's, like, good, right? And it's, like, kind of a quality of it's us. It's homey, dude. That, yeah, that this is a home-produced podcast. Mm-hmm. Pod, excuse me. And I, you know, I just thought maybe it's time to take this to the next level. Especially if we want to start publishing it to larger audiences, um, and this is how this is step one: getting in a booth, mm-hmm. mixing it up with the mixing up with the bros, uh, uh, with the bros, I'm with my bros. Yeah, dude. But this is sick. Like we were looking into buying microphones, and we're like, wait, screw it. John finds his free to use studio at Washu's campus. Then we meet the amazing Jeff Allen. Yeah, Jeff us Allen. Up. Shouts out to you. You might you might be a legend later in this pod. Let's let, we'll see. Let, let, let listeners stay in a little, you know, suspension. Or dude, suspense fingers for that. crossed. He actually listens though. That'd be freaking awesome, dude. We finally have our first adult adult listener. He's really a pretty stoker. I think he's definitely a stoker, dude. He just doesn't know the term yet. Like the dude's so a stoker. True. He's got a full stoke tank at all. Did you see how like fucking smug and like happy he was? He dude? was so. He loves his job yeah. too. That that's what. That's what I love. He was so happy to explain everything mm-hmm. to us. He was super. And then he like showed us around, and he was like super stoked about it. Yeah. Talking about the box within a box and the he fucking. He changed. He changed the WashU AV department. He really did. Dude. It I, like I he hope did. he's making his money's worth, man. Dude, I hope, I hope he's making his proper, you know, rent. Yeah, me too. He had cool gauges, had cool hair. Oh, he did have gauges. That was interesting. Yeah. What do you think about gauges in general? Um, I, I can get down with gauges. I, I think, you know, it's your own choice to do what, what you For want. For sure. Um, I think I think that there's like a a certain point, though, where a gauge is just too big. It can't his be too his big. gauges were clutch. I liked them. Yeah. I know a guy back home uh, who had gauges that were maybe like an inch. 
Like, they were ginormous. And then he wanted it to take him out to, like, you know, get a job and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so he took him out. It took, like, years for them to close. And the closing process was pretty gross. Yeah, it doesn't really smell and shit. I don't know. I, I didn't see him that I've, I've heard that smells, doesn't that? Oof. That's pretty rough. Yikers. But I'm sure he looked pretty fucking sick in his own mind, you know? Exactly. Well, you want to jump right into topics? <laughs> Let's do it, bro. So, Lucas and I, once again, went to Chabad. What was that? Two nights ago. Friday night. Friday night, dude. And, you know, it's starting to become actually not a new experience. We're like low-key regulars now. Yeah, like the rabbi still has no idea who we are. And it's, it's funny because you'd think that he would remember the only two non-Jews there. Right. You'd think he'd be like, oh, these kids, like, these kids aren't Jews, but, like, they're still coming. That's, you know, that's all right, whatever. It's like, oh, they're I two hope blondes. it's all right. And they, th- I'm just saying, like, you'd think he would, like, recognize our, na- our f- faces at least. Yeah. He, like, he shows zero semblance of recognition. He does. Zero. Honestly, I don't defense, mind it, though. I don't mind it at all. I like the, an- like the anonymity of it. But in his defense, we have not, like, consecutively gone consistently. Yeah. So, like, maybe yeah. that probably plays a big factor. Yeah. I hope they don't mind that we come and we munch on their yummy food. I mean, I got there, and one of my friends told me, like, Lucas, what are you doing here? And I'm like, oh, I'm really? with my friend. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah. He, I'm like, I've been here before. And she, like, had a weird tone about it. But, like, she's uh-huh. not really, like, you know. I was like, all right, that's cool. Whatever. Yeah. Well, anyway, where I was going with this is... There are obviously some pros and cons to trying new things, but it's generally a good thing to try new things, wouldn't you say? Oh, for sure, dude. Like this, trying a new thing. Yeah, we're in the studio, dude. We're mixing it up. Like, what'd you say, that future meme? Yeah, the future meme where he's staring at the computer yeah, and dude. pointing at it. We're chopping some a beats up meme. in here, dude, just spitting bars. But, no, I agree. Trying new things. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you don't try new things then you literally just are stagnant your entire life. You're going to get complacent in your life. And that's no point. That's the definition of complacency, yeah. Like, just not doing anything new. Second year. But trying new things can be scary, Mm -hmm. too, for sure. You know? Getting out of your comfort zone, not easy. Like Okay, so there's, like, certain things. It's like, all right. Let's think of an example of trying a new thing. It's like, okay, that's, you know, it's acceptable if you're a little hesitant about it. Like, in my opinion, like, let's say someone who has a, a squeamish stomach. Uh-huh. Someone who's a little queen, you know, queasy all the time, or yeah. has a very light stomach. I wouldn't be mad if they're like, uh, "I'd rather not try sushi." I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, that's Raw just gonna make would... my stomach upset more. It's like, okay, that's reasonable. Like, I feel like you should try it, but that's a good excuse. Mm-hmm. But if someone's like, you know, if I saw someone shotgun like ten beers the night before, mm-hmm. clearly an absolute unit, and they're like, "I don't want to try sushi," that's gross. I'd be like, "Bro, come on, dude." You know who you does try both? This sushi, bro. You know who's an absolute unit and has a fucking tank for her stomach? Yeah. Thadimus. Dude. Dude. Thadimus. I saw him last night. He was at the Rager. Oh, He dude. came out. He beat everyone in shotguns. He beat everyone. There's 10 alphas. What's his shotgun time? Like, 0. 0.1? 0. 0.69. Dude, of course he timed it like that. Yeah, you he know, did it You know purpose. he could do it faster, He could do he it faster. He stopped it there. It was incredible. Thadimus. Uh, And then... He was like, yo, who wants all-you-can-eat sushi at Sushi AI? The number one sushi spot in Clayton. Dude, Thadimus, major ups to you, dog. Dude, and then he went and he crushed 40 rolls. 40 rolls, that's like... That's like a He, like, ordered, like... Wait, 40 rolls? For some reason in my rolls. mind, I thought you said 40 pieces. No, no, no 40, 40 rolls. That's rolls. like 160 pieces. Thadimus, you gotta slow your roll, dude. You're gonna die of, like, Slow cholera. your roll? He's gonna die of, like, cholera or something. Of what? Cholera. He's gonna get cholera from sushi? I don't know. 
just like that kind of like rash lifestyle. I feel like you could get some sort of disease that's like been dormant in humanity for a while, like a black death. Excuse you? Who, who do you think you are to give me advice about living my life? Fatimus, how'd you get in here, dude? This is a soundproof studio. I broke through the fucking door, dog. It's just sand. Are it's only 150 pounds. Are you telling me this door is not, this room's not soundproof anymore? Did you just ruin our studio, dog? Maybe to mere mortals, it's soundproof. <laughs> I have the eyes and the, and the ears of a fucking fruit bat, dog. A fruit bat. A fruit bat. You know, bats have really poor seeing and sight. That's why they use echolocation. Like, you, you just said you have shitty sight. My sh- Your my, ears are like a fruit bat, and my, your eyes are like a hawk. And my brain is like a, Jimmy a piano. Your brain's like a piano? Yeah, because it releases so many fucking symphonies, dog. That's actually pretty pretty good analogy there. Bad of us. I didn't think you were capable of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I've been hanging out with Phoenix a lot. He's been teaching me to think in metaphors. I have no idea who Phoenix is, but I'm 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 sure that he'll be on the podcast at some point too, right? Phoenix is low key a homie, but don't tell my bro squad that uh, I've been hanging out with him. Bradimus would give me shit for sure. Yeah, I feel like knowing Bradimus, I feel like he doesn't get along with a Phoenix type of guy. But anyways, dude, I heard you can crush a shotgun of beer in like .69 seconds, dude. Yeah, I could go faster. I just wanted to let all the girls know what was up. Damn, dude, that's what we theorized. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty much a legend around the demigod community. Does it ever hurt your like personal like ego that someone could just sum you up so easily? Like, Doesn't it feel weird that me and John know everything about you because you're so one-dimensional? Yeah, that kind of hurts my feelings, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, I bet you're more one-dimensional than you let on. I'm multi-dimensional. I'm multi-dimensional. I feel like you're a big... I feel like you're really into, like, playing with dogs and cats, aren't you, Thadimus? I have a pet ferret, actually. Dude, this is the kind of stuff that you should talk about more, dude. We don't know about this pet ferret. That sounds dope. No, I'm not talking about my feelings. I'm trying to get fucked up, dog. No, Thadimus, dude. Let's we're get getting. We're up. making a lot of headway here, dude. We're talking about our feelings. We're dicing it up a little bit. I can't, I can't. What happened to you, Thadimus? What happened? I can't talk about it. <laughs> it's a, it was a girl. Who was it, dude? What was her name? This is really hard for me. Sorry, dude. Let it out, dude. It's a safe space, dog. I mean, you did just break the door, but it's we'll fine. get it fixed. It's fine. Her name was Ashley. Wait. Wait. Adamus, bro. Ashley. Ashley Diaz? How do you know her? She, she hurt me too, bro. <laughs> bro! Isn't she the worst? But but also the best. <laughs> That's what she wants you to think, dog. If she's the worst, she can't be the best, dog. Bro. When we were together, I would I would volunteer at homeless shelters and I would pass out coats to kids after school. You know, you realize you can still do those things. No! <laughs> I can only get drunk now. Thadimus, listen. <sighs> it sounds like you're in the six-month recovery phase right now. I'm two years out of Ashley Diaz, dude. Sorry, four years out. I've, I've been dating the GF for longer than two years. Four years out of Ashley Diaz, bro. You get past it, dude. Thadimus, pro- hey. Give me a dab right now, dude. And let the, let the mic hear it, dude. Dude. 
Like that dab, bro. Yeah, that made me feel better. Listen, dude, you got to get over this one dab at a time, dude. Mm-hmm. Listen, instead of a beer next time, next time when you reach for a beer, dude, <laughs> next time that you reach for a beer, Thadimus, reach for a dab, dog. Will you be there for me? Dude, we're both post-Ashley right now, dog. We only have each other, dude. Thadimus, dude, this is what I'm talking about, bro. You were more dimensional than we let on earlier, dude. You're a great guy, Thadimus. Thanks, bro. We like you here, dude. Please come around more often. Tell us how you feel next time, dude. Let your heart out. You know, cut your arm open and show us show us your emotions, dog. I'm gonna start I'm gonna start wearing my heart on my sleeve, man. Dude. Too bad I don't wear sleeves because I'm fucking yoked. <laughs> so you're just gonna wear your heart where your sleeve should be. Yeah. On my ginormous bicep. Dude, you're on you're on like a two year trajectory for this for this recovery. Uh-huh. I think you just got that down to like a nine month trajectory. So you only have three months left, bro. Three months left and you're out of the darkness. You can do it. Thanks, bro. Of course. <laughs> cool. Thanks for stopping by, Thadimus. Thanks, Thadimus. See you later, man. Go go. Uh, donate some more coats to little yeah. Jimmy's across the country, okay? You, you can do that, bro. Good guy. Yeah, actually, surprisingly kind of emotional. Yeah, I had to be a little mean to him to get that out of him. I called him one-dimensional, Sometimes, and I said that yeah. we had him... In a box. To well, get sometimes hit. people need to be pushed out of their comfort zones, yeah. just like we were trying. You have, we we're saying, you have to try new things. For Thadimus, that was confronting the emotions that he's been suppressing. Yeah, Thadimus just let all that out, and I think it's a pretty, dude, you hit it around the head, man. Perfect example of what, try, like I said, dude, recovery path, two years down to nine months. He just, he just got back 15 months of his life, dude. That's phenomenal. Really happy for him. Really Good job, happy Thadimus. for him. We proud of you, dog. Yeah, if you if, if he keeps building walls around himself, one day they're gonna be so tall he can't even get out when he wants to. Mm-hmm. And then he's just stuck in there. And he... Like the haunting of Hill House, bro. How that guy built himself into a wall and then he died Dude. and became a ghost and was scratching. Spoiler the wall. alert! Oh. Just kidding. That's like a very minor like, spoiler. <laughs> but if you guys haven't seen Haunting of Hill House. Watch that. Dude. Try something new. Watch a scary TV show with an interesting plot. Cough, cough, Kowalski. <coughs> cough, cough. <coughs> JS. <coughs> Anyways, dude, the <laughs> most interesting part about that was like Thadimus mentioned some dude named Fe- or a girl named Phoenix. I don't. Is it a dude? Or? I think it's. Uh, well, you know, we shouldn't put a. We shouldn't try to guess. Yeah, it's just a homie, and homie is homie is not gendered. Uh, uh-uh, not at all. Not not in this podcast recording studio. 30, 33, yeah, if we walk over 52. one door, though, then homies aggressively only men. Yeah, and not only that, it's alpha men. It's yeah. actually gophers. Alpha, gopher, go, gopher men, alphas. It, do you have, like, a ranking system? Oh, sorry, you lost me there, dog. So there's, I know there's alpha and beta. Where does gopher, gophers slip into that? Well, okay. I almost just said gopher. So every species has a, has alphas and betas. Right. Oh, you mean the? I thought you were just using the term gopher as like another adjective as alphabet. You mean legitimate, like yeah, mammals like, that are <laughs> actually gophers who are like boss, boss ass bitches. Yeah. That's dope, dude. So, uh, anyway, try new things, everyone. Get out of your comfort zone. We said it before. We'll say it again. Definitely. Like Luke's and I. That was a little ASMR right there.
Luke's and I tried something new. We started recording a podcast on his voice memos on his phone. Look where we are now. We went from my phone to your Mac for like two episodes to yeah. the studio. Absolutely incredible. That's a glow up if I've ever heard one. I'm stoked to be here, dude. I've been I've been thinking about this podcast all week, man. I'm so excited to get in here and just freaking get on the airways, bro. Me too, dog. I love how Kowalski's being so careful Like now that we're in like a super dude, sensitive he's, room. He's for real doing homework right now. Absolutely inspiring. At least we know that he can analyze stuff in Hebrew for us now. If we ever need a Kowalski analysis in the Hebrew language. Well, when the podcast goes worldwide, we're going to need translators. Yeah, actually, speaking of that, like if you are if you can speak any language, just let us know because we'll need you to translate, transcribe all this. Maybe get some voice actors, some dubs. Oh, um, are we subbed or sub, dubbed? Sub is superior for sure, but I feel like sub with a black screen would be really boring. So you got to get like... So true. You got to get the actual emotions in those voices. And I know that we don't have like a ton of like depth in terms of acting, so I imagine we're not too hard to replicate from yeah. a dub perspective. Probably not. Oh. I don't know what that means. <laughs> hey, the foghorn, dude. We actually we actually inserted that into the pod. Yeah. With our tech. We're taking full advantage of all the tech. Yeah. Tech insiders, because we're millennials, we understand yeah. how MacBooks work. We also can now officially bleep work. Like last podcast, you guys probably saw through our little charade when we bleeped our customers, but now we can just beep, dude. Yeah, I just pressed was, a button on the Mac, and yeah. we got a real. Beep. That was a clean beep right there. Clean I feel like. beep. Anyways, I was going to the store, dude, and I ran into this mother beep. beep. Where the button was malfunctioning. Yeah, that was weird, it. dude. Anyways, what's the next topic, John? What's the, the next, next topic? topic that we're going to talk about is Disney movies and bad sequels. What's your Ooh. favorite Disney slash Disney Pixar? Because TPH, I don't know the difference. What's your favorite Disney slash Disney Pixar film? But specifically, like, the animated versions, like, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Disney has some fire live action. But I'm going to go with, dude, mine's Lion King one and a half, bro. I was thinking Low about this key? <laughs> Low-key, that's fire. I think that movie, like, developed a lot of my sense of humor. Because that movie was funny as fuck, dude. It was really good. And I watched it, like, so many times when I was young. And I just remember, like, they would, like, do, like, the whole fourth wall, like, constantly. It was, like, they were, like, in a movie theater watching the movie. And they were just, like, chopping it up, shooting the shit while watching this movie and, like, that's making jokes about it. Hilarious. And I was watching them making jokes about the movie. And then I would make jokes about them watching the movie, dude. And it, like, blew my little mind, dude. My little mind was, like... Like, just poof. Yeah, dude, it was sick. Good movie, bro. Really? I mean, Lion King itself, Uh huh. super good to watch. So when you watch it, like, with a little bit more of a humorous lens to it, uh huh. So, so do you think Lion King did the sequels right? Or did they push it too far? <sighs> to be honest, I don't really recall, like, Lion King 2. Or I don't even know how many they made. How many Lion Kings are there? I don't know. I only, I, I only can really truly remember the first Lion King and Lion King 1 and a half. And Dude. I think 1 and a half wasn't really a sequel. It was just, like, you know... I guess it was a sequel. That sequel was done well, dog. What an interesting choice to make a sequel, like but, episode one and or like movie one and a half. You know what I, I mean? I feel like Lion King Did one it, and a half like came after Lion King two. Like it was like uh, some we're weird. We're getting that approval from Kowalski that that was an accurate statement. I'll look it up right now to make sure as well. But it's like a that weird, makes sense because it, why would they come out with one and a half and then two? Like two one and a half logically. Yeah, so one and a half came out in two thousand four. Just yesterday, man. 
dude, it feels like just yesterday. I was chopping it up as a seven-year-old, just getting my freaking goose. Have I ever said getting my goose on this podcast yet? I don't know. It's a Midwest phrase, guys. Getting my goose means laughing. Getting your goat, not good. Don't get someone's goat. What does that That, that mean? means you piss them off. You don't want to get someone's goat. Is that is there one for each farm animal? I'm sure there's more than that, yeah. I'm getting my pig. Uh, it sounds kind of <laughs> gross, actually. Yeah, I don't like that. It makes it sound too much like some sort of weird... Like sex thing. So it's, it says that there is a film... So Lion King is a film, 94. Obviously, the uh, new one's coming out this year, the CGI one, mm-hmm. with live action, kind of. Um, Direct-to-video, there was The Lion King 2, Simba's Pride. I'm pretty sure that was really shitty. Direct-to-video is typically bad, but Lion King 1.5 came out six years after Lion King 2, and that was also direct-to-video, and let me tell you, dude, fire film. Fire film. So, yeah. What about you, man? What's your favorite favorite dish, dude? Um, I was thinking about this question earlier. I'm going to have to go with Nomeo and Juliet. Did you ever see that one? <laughs> what? It's a, it's Romeo and Juliet, but with gnomes, like in a garden, like garden gnomes. Really thought-provoking stuff. Also, just Romeo and Juliet in general, very powerful, but when they're garden gnomes instead of people, it offers this whole new kind of emotional landscape for the scene to take place. And it's really interesting how they interact with each other because they're garden gnomes, they're not people. You know? I mean, it's still the same tale. I feel like I don't know if I believe you in saying that this is, like, legitimately your favorite. I watched it in 12th grade in Spanish class. Miss Foster was my teacher. I've mentioned her before. She was, she's my babe. Miss Foster's a homie, yeah. Yeah, she's a freaking babe. I asked her to prom. Yep. And every time there was a love scene, I would look over her. I would look over her and just, like, try to get her attention. Never worked. You were trying. You, you should have hit her with the. I you should have hit her with the two households, both alike in dignity, in fair Verona, Verona, where we Verona, lay our yeah, scene. scene. From civil blood, blood makes civil, civil hands. hands on, oh no! So from yeah. forth the fatal loins of these two foes, a pair of sarcastic lovers sons. take their lives. From misadventure, piteous overthrows, dot to their death, parents bury their parents' strife. Oh my gosh! Someone took AP Lit in high school. I think it was actually just freshman English, dude. Dude, got some EC. High school was got the some best. EC for memorizing that. Quit flexing on us like that, dog. Sorry, Stokers. I was just trying to get a little pump there. <laughs> so, let's segue this into some, you know, crappy sequels, dude. What is... What, so, obviously, Hollywood is all about the money. Right. And so, whenever a franch- whenever a movie comes out and it's a hit, people are like, all right, let's milk this to it's fucking dead. Let's make a sequel. Let's make a freaking treequel. Let's make a fuequel. All that shit. Right, Yeah. So not like, always good. Not always good. Not so at all. Let's think of an example of a good sequel versus a bad sequel. Quit banging on everything, dude. That they, It picks that up now. We have to be careful. I think it always picked it up. I just was very inconsiderate about the listeners. Yeah. My bad listeners. Wow. I'm going to do that sound dude, last Dude, you're shoot. such an alpha. Um, alpha! What happened? Like, why are there so many Shreks? Like, what's up with that? I feel like that's an example. Dude, of you're going down a dangerous road, sequel. though. You're going down a dangerous road, dog. It, like, the slope, like, it started so good. Shrek 1, dude? Or, was, I guess just Shrek. Yeah, Shrek. And then Shrek 2 was like, okay. And then there's like six of them. There's, Why do you there, do that, man? There's far too many. There's far too many. And even in some areas where the second sequel was good, 
Then, like, the third movie, dude, almost without a doubt, shitty. Yeah. Terminator 2, T2, one of the best action movies of all time, like, unde- like it's not even debated. One of the best action movies of all time. First one was good, obviously, as well. Dude. Wait. There's some shitty Terminator movies. I got a good example of a good sequel. Yeah. Fast and Furious 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8. <sighs> Bro. They're all stellar, dude. They're all dope. I got a good one, too. This one's, like... One of the best movies of all time, according to IMDb. The Dark Knight, dude. Mm-hmm. Although, like, I feel like with, um, whenever you map out a franchise, it's not exactly the same effect. What I mean specifically is, like, sequels that are produced solely because the first movie was good, lucrative, like, money-wise. Yeah. But, like, if it's, like, already, like, I mean, most movie series nowadays are planned out, like, a whole sequence. But The Dark Knight's a little bit different, I feel like. Dude, uh, Kowalski came in, Too Fast, Too Furious has a 3.6 out of 10 on, was that IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes? Here's the thing. Rotten Tomatoes. See, this is what separates us from robots, though. Kowalski only sees numbers. We see heart. We see heart. We we see our boy, rest in peace. Paul Walker. Paul Walker, we love you, Moment of silence. And now we're back up, because Paul Walker would never want us to do that. He wants our stoke to be full to the brim. Damn right. Anyways, he sees numbers, dude. We see Paul Walker and his fucking smile, dude. Evan Almighty? Evan Almighty is not a sequel, but it is a very bad movie. What's the first movie in Evan Almighty? Bruce Almighty? No, it's Wait, not, it's those, not, they're not even an associate. Se- they're not sequels. They're, not, they're not technically associated. associated. No, they're not. Kowalski, you're Kowalski's also an else, dude. Right now, dude. Bruce Almighty was... Wait, no. Bruce Evan Almighty. Almighty was the one with Steve Carell, and yes. it actually was garbage. Bruce Almighty was, was like... fire. It was good. It had uh, Jim Carrey in it. I think you're making the argument that Evan Almighty was came about because of Bruce Almighty, but it's not like a sequel in the sense that like it's like the same narrative, I don't think. Does Morgan Freeman play God in both? Because if that's a true, then I would consider it a sequel. What is Morgan Freeman up to? Making- Ev- wait, dude. Evan from Evan Almighty is in Bruce Almighty. He's a douchey news anchor. I forgot that. Is that the same Evan? No. What did we just dude, stumble upon, dude? Like what did we right just now, stumble upon? Is this like turning into a freaking movie review podcast right now? Because I was not here for it, dude. Uh, hello? Who's there? Hey, guys. It's Phoenix. I heard you guys talking about movies. I thought I could, uh, get my opinion. Wait. <laughs> Wait, first of all, I thought the door was locked, Phoenix. How'd you get in here? I phased through it. You phased through it? Is that because you're a vegan diet? Or sorry, I don't know anything about you right now. Sorry. Um, how'd you phase through it, dude? It was my vegan diet. <laughs> I had a hunch, man. I had it's, a hunch. My, my uh, molecular structure is looser now because I've been taking a supplement that substitutes my iron intake. And uh, I just phase through walls now. I but bet, anyway. I bet that is the case. I could hear you. I have the ears in sight of a fruit bat. So I could hear So you're it. the reason why Thadimus said that stupid comment. I mean, brilliant comment. Yeah, please be careful about your word choice. Oh, no. Um. Anyway, I think personally, I learned this in my film education class. Um, what, do, what do you study, Phoenix? Um, creative writing. Dude, I love it, man. Thank you. Go on. Um, I think that in a way, every movie is a sequel. Please go on. 
So even original films adopt strategies of other films. For example, Bruce Almighty adopted Fast and Furious um, friendships. So in that way, they're kind of related. Yeah, yeah, but I think you're using a very loose definition of sequel here. When I say sequel, I mean like literally just like a movie under the same franchise with the same characters, more or less. In the same kind well, of well, do the same characters stay in your life forever? No. You are introduced to new characters. You're introduced to new settings. <laughs> so who's who are you to say? That those movies aren't the same sequels. I think you're right, man. I'm sorry for, for sorry for making that statement, dude. I mean, uh, like Superman has he's he like rules Earth, right? He's like the Superman of Earth. Right. Shrek is the Superman of the swamp. It's the same concept. Do you see what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think I follow, man. I don't think I follow. But he I'm also saves slightly the swamp. Sick. How, so, how'd you come to know Thadimus? I met him at my coffee shop. He was, oh! He was meeting a girl, actually. You were at a coffee shop, bro? Yeah, I'm a barista, part-time, um, to support my writing yeah, career. Of course you are, of course. Yeah. How'd you make a mean java, dude? Uh, yeah, when I'm wearing the right scarf, I make javas. Oh, so you have like a whole wardrobe that like is associated with what mm-hmm. you're going to make? Yeah, yeah, definitely. What do you wear when you make just cold brew? Um, cold brew, I, I usually try to be completely naked, just in the nude. Well, in that case, I want to see you naked more often, dude, because I want some of that nice, fresh cold brew. Well, it's actually not fresh. We actually let it sit in a warm environment for three days before serving it to get the good bacteria to grow, and it helps cleanse you. It, like, oxidizes and stuff. Yeah, it gives you diarrhea. And it gestates. Incestates. Incestates? Phoenix, where are you from, dude? What what state? What city? I'm from um, address. All right, that seems like a little interrogation move right there. I'm actually from uh, a small town in Arizona. Oh, that's cool. What no, it's not what you think. It's not Phoenix. How dare you, sir? You don't know my background. Where are you from, then, man? A suburb of Phoenix. It's like 30 minutes away. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a suburb. It's its own town. Were you born there? I was born there and I was raised in the Bay Area. Because your parents. In realized, Seattle. Did your parents realize how much of a mistake it was to have a kid named Phoenix living in Phoenix? And the repercussions that occur to a child of that age and children who are vicious. Just on the record, guys, you remember what I think about children. But go on, sorry. Respond. That's about enough for me. Goodbye. No, Phoenix, no! What? I want to talk to you about Thadimus more, dude. Go so, on. So you saw him meeting a girl in the coffee shop. Yeah. And how did you guys... He, like, ordered coffee, and that's how you met? Yeah. He came up to me, and he said, What up, Stoker? And I said, uh, Hello, sir. Dude, is Thadimus a Stoker? It seems like it. What did he order? He ordered a Java for the girl and then himself a large protein shake. Oh, dude, you guys one of those coffee shops that have protein there. That's pretty yeah, sick. Yeah, we do. You guys have all customers in mind. We like to cater to the beef heads. Oh, is that what you guys call them? Yeah, behind the 
Behind closed doors. Just a warning, Phoenix. A lot of our listeners are beef heads. They just heard you say that in open doors. Well, technically, this is a closed off door. The whole different side of us, but whoopsie. <laughs> it's all right. We all know you mean well, Phoenix. Thank you. So, what kind of stuff do you and Thadamus do when you're like when you guys hang out? I like, guess Thadamus said that you guys are homies. Well, I've been <clears throat> trying to get him to come out of his shell more and talk about the things that he usually keeps in the caves of his deep and fluorescent mind. Um, and so we talk, we listen to music. Some of our favorite artists are um, just a series of letters. I'm not sure how to pronounce the band's name. It's basically XLPWF. Has anyone ever told you you sound like Stefan from SNL, man? I am Stefan from SNL. <laughs> Yeah, that's my favorite character. New York City's hottest <laughs> club. Rage! Eclipse. <laughs> it's only open once every four years for five minutes at midnight. Admission? Located? $500. Located in the freshest, newest dumpster on the Upper East Side. The bouncer is a rusty nail. <laughs> That charges you tetanus to enter. <laughs> but once Anyways. you enter, you see inside the dumpster <laughs> rats in glass boxes hanging from the ceiling. They call your name. Phoenix. Phoenix, welcome. You reply... Thank you. Can I have a shot of kombucha? Phoenix, you're getting me weak over here, dude. Phoenix! The next morning, mm-hmm. you wake up mm-hmm. with tetanus. Right, from the rusty nail, the bouncer. Half eaten by rats. Oh, dude, but I bet they were gentle, though. Yes. You were so cam- you were so kombucha kombucha drunk though that you couldn't even feel it, dude. Your toes it's actually are healthy because they eat the dead skin first. <laughs> so they just get off. a little too ravenous though and can't can't stop themselves, huh? Correct. So you sound like a really interesting guy, Phoenix. Would you care to talk with me about the Super Bowl and the commercials? That's our next topic, but John, like, I think John must have gone to the bathroom or something like that. I'm sorry, what's the Supper Bowl? Oh. Do you, I don't eat meat. Do you own a TV? Um, no. Oh, okay, that explains it. So the Super Bowl is an annual sporting event, and it's the championship game. Do you understand the concept of competi- competition and, like... Yeah, I enter and, creative and, writing and, contests once a week. For sure, so... You compete against other writers, and you try to attain the best score on your paper or whatever it is, have the best story, right? And if you win, you get a, a sense of, like, self-pride, um, acknowledgement from your peers, maybe a monetary award. I don't I don't know. How, what kind of awards do you get for winning a creative writing contest? Um, I increase my collection of gold stars by one. Oh, I bet yours is such a big collection. Yeah, it is. Good job. So anyways, the Super Bowl is the equivalent of that for a league called the National Football League. They play a sport called football. I know what football is. My oh. dad used to make me play it when I was a little boy. Okay, right. So it's the championship of the football. These are grown men playing. And it's like one of the most watched events 
in the country. And so because of that, commercial spots are very, very sought after by big companies in the in the United States because it gets so many impressions on these commercials. Mm. So I was wondering if you had ever even heard of the. Have you ever seen any of these? I remember. So I you remember these commercials. Yes. Um, you have any favorites? Yeah, actually, I saw one for this year. It was an ASMR segment, and I really love ASMR. Oh, dude! Of course you do. Can you? We're in a really good studio, man. You want to give us like a little test sample of like what kind of ASMR you're into? Wishing over a brook or something? You are in the happiest place you've ever seen. There's a gazelle eating grass next to you. You reach out and it hands you a funny cigarette. Alright, Phoenix, I think that our listeners might be a little a little a little good now. With the ASMR? That was interesting, buddy. Thank you, you. I feel like you really got to a place of creativity there that you probably channel into your writing. John! What the hell's going on in John, here? John, I'm, I'm so glad. Phoenix, John. get out, dude. Why are you being so aggressive right now? Wait, John, how do you know Phoenix? We went to high school together. You went to... I thought you were from Kansas, not from Seattle. Or He took online school from a school in Kansas <laughs> while living in Seattle. Phoenix, get out, dude. Okay? Fine. I don't know if Phoenix deserved that, man. He was kind of an no, interesting he, cat. He, yeah, he, was... he, he is really weird. Can you make sure that he doesn't come back, dude? Yeah. God. We were just talking about the next topic because you were he gone He didn't want to do an ASMR, to- uh, ASMR segment, did he? Yeah, he, he subjugated listeners to at least a minute of ASMR. Oh, my God. And at first I was into it, and then I remembered, like, oh, I don't think this is the right audience for this. So I had to cut him off. He was decent, though. Dude, let's just move on. Who's your babe of the week? Dude, my babe of the week has got to be quality sound production. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, wait would a you second. Look at, would you look at that? Flexing uh, uh, on our listeners. I'm just super stoked to be in the studio. Like, I would say that I'm not, like, you know, into it that way. Like... <laughs> Yeah, you know, like that, but I am into it really hard in a platonic way. Like, I'm super into the studio right now. And, like, this sound quality production, this quality sound production... It's sexy. ...is, like, just like a... Yeah, it's like... Yeah, dude, it's pretty sick. I know exactly what you mean. Who's your babe of the week, bro? Who's your babe of the week? My babe of the week is the the good man, the beautiful man, Marco Caroni... Marco. Uh, Marco is a is a friend of ours. We actually went to a bar called Keurig's. Yep, Keurig's for sure. Um, the other night and and uh, had some great combo with him. He's joining us at the great company of Anheuser Busch. Could not be more stoked to have him on board. Uh, he also is a up and coming pod listener. So I hope you listen to this, Marco. You are my babe of the week. 
Keep up the good work, my man. Marco's a very, very nice guy. He has, like, incredible qualities. Very sharp guy. Very, very sociable, personable. I helped him a little bit through the process, as did you, of, like, <coughs> getting into AB. Not to say that it wasn't all on him. It was, it was all his merit that got him in. I'm not surprised that he got in. He's freaking phenomenal. No, from the, from the get-go, I was like, all right, this guy's probably a lock. Yeah. All right, but, who's cool. your beef of the week? My beef of the week has got to be our freaking landlords. Once, Once again, again I think this might be the second or third time. Well, they deserve it. So, you want to know what they did this time, John? What'd they do, dude? So, we're ch- we charge a decent amount of rent now for a two-bedroom apartment, but we split it into three, as all the listeners probably know, to make their rent cheap, right? Which is clutch. But next year, they did a really crazy rent hike, which I think we might have mentioned on this podcast. So, we're moving out next year. But anyways, this crazy rent hike... For our all the other three apartments in the in the building are sold because they are all hard floor and look good. Our apartment looks like Poop. a crack house. Yep, looks like a trap house. It looks like someone came in, uh, turned into the mannerisms of a dog, like I did a couple episodes ago, and just wiped their ass across our carpet for like a solid two days. Mm. During which they just continuously ate the most junkiest food and made their digestive system shot. Is that that's what is we that do. fair? Yeah, is that's that a fair. fair? That's fair. So, in other words, this apartment looks terrible, and um, these people are asking for a rent of like nineteen hundred, which is just ridiculous. Yeah, and they're only able to charge us because of the location close to WashU. But people are seeing through the shitty apartment and not renting it, and so she's bringing like new groups in every week to tour our apartment, and in fact, they're touring it in like an hour. And it's just brutal, dude. They're never gonna. They're never gonna sell it. Yeah. They have to lower the price, and they we, have no idea. We just don't like just lower the price. All right, that's my qualm. All mm-hmm. right, John, who's your beef of the week? Bro? My beef of the week, <clears throat> inspired by the conversation we had a few episodes ago, is social constructs. I don't like the idea of not being able to do something that I find enjoyable because it's looked down on by society. Mm-hmm. That's something I struggle with, you know. Like I um. It's just it's just hard to to be confined to be put in a box that you want to get out of because you don't because cause you don't ever um like you're scared you know I do like I trying do. new things can be hard because of social constructs we've talked about social constructs before I know I think I know. it's That's interesting why I think it's interesting that like we're coming back to it because. I think we could really spend like an entire podcast talking about it in depth, fleshing it out. But Me I too. agree. I know we, what you mean, dude. We could. All right. I know what you mean. I, yeah. Who's your legend of dude, the week? Dude, my legend dude? of the week, I gave a little uh, preview of this earlier in the pod. It's Jeff Allen, the dude that showed us his studio, the dude that got us here, the dude that believed in our podcast and gave us a platform to share our voice with everyone. Shout out to you, Jeff Allen. Your gazes are sick. Um, I hope you listen to this podcast and hope it puts a smile on your face, man, because you're a legend. And we want you to keep your stoke tank full at all we times. We talked about this a little bit. Mm. How a lot of more popular podcasts interview people. Yeah. What if we brought him in and, and gave him an interview? That would actually be really sick. I think we should do that. That would be awesome. I think we need to meet with him a couple more times like, yeah. so he knows us we better. We need to solidify the friendship. Because it is, I mean, that's an hour commitment. And we have to make sure that he's actually like willing to do that. But yeah. that would be so cool to like talk to him, ask where he's from. Because we need some interview material. My cousin's interested. Okay. Uh, who's a pharmacist. He's like five years older, so he definitely has some funny stories to tell. Nice. Um, but So he might be good, and I'm sure you have plenty of people on the track, and maybe that'd be a good candidate. But for sure. But yeah, it'll be cool, man. Who's your legend of the week? My legend of the week is John Harry. He's on the track team. Very good bro. He's a stoker, for sure. Always His stoke tank's honestly always full. Mm. Legend of the week status came from his performance yesterday, not at the track meet, 
but at the rager, he he would have made Thadimus proud. He would have made anyone proud. Like, TBH, he can't beat me in a shotgun race, but that's respectable. No one can beat me because I was raised by Thadimus. But he's still very cool to rage with. He's a dancer. Um, but also, he did have a stellar performance at the track meet. He has some beef with this guy from Loris. I won't drop names. But he basically ruined a race last year for, for John Harry. And then John Harry came out and put the freaking hammer down on him. Ran a crazy fast split. And, and he told me after the race that he was scared of getting caught by this guy. But guess what? No reason to have that fear no anymore. need to You fear. proved it not only to him, but to yourself yep. that you are a legend. You are superior. You are superior. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. I think we had some hot takes, man. Yeah, yeah. You go first. What's My hot, hot take? takes, man. Kids Bop sets up kids for failure. Um, I say this because, like, Kowalski pulled up a statistic earlier before the episode talking about Kids Bop and said that they're, like, number four on, like, the Billboard's, like, top, like, you know, albums, like, in terms of placement, and which is, like, super dope and all. Yeah. And clearly, like, these kids are talented, but, like, what if, next? If I'm a homie with someone who's in Kids Bop, and he says, and we're, like, in college, high school... And he says anything to me that disrespects me in any way. I'm like, dude, let me pull up your, your uh, 2005 Kids Bop video where you wore Heelys and you rapped to Justin Bieber and uh-huh. he looked like an idiot. Yeah. And I pull it up and I play it and the dude would just shrivel into a ball in the You corner. hit that button. like yeah. It's like the nut button, yeah. but instead of it's like it's like making fun of Kids Bop. Like, Bam. Just look at, look, look at these kids. I just pulled up the video, dude. Just look at, look at these kids. Oh, my God. This is gonna haunt them forever. Like, what that are they? They just went down a slide. They're like twelve. Yeah. Like, so, I just don't agree. Like, if if you're using it as a really strong stepping stone, and somehow you can erase the internet and just like erase your body of work before the age of thirteen, then go for it. But if not, dude, kids bop is bad. Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. gone. My hot take is that all oatmeal's taste the same, and flavored oatmeal's is a ploy. Um, by maybe the government, maybe the Illuminati. They all taste the same. I'm sorry. But Apple, cinnamon, maple, brown sugar, strawberry and cream, blueberry, whatever. They're all the same. But what about original compared to a flavor? Because trust me, man. They're when, the same. When I was broke last semester and I bought in bulk, I bought a 24-pack of just plain oatmeal with no flavor because it was the biggest bulk purchase I could make in oatmeal. And I have eaten, like, three packets because they're so bad. Yeah, whatever, dude. Listen to this. It's a, it's called a hot take. I don't expect you to agree with me, okay? Because my takes are the hottest. My takes are the hot. I'm turning my hat I'll backwards. Keep, I'll keep that in mind for my next week's hot take. It's just an interesting theory on how to take takes. I like it. All right, we got some questions from the pod. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, what up, Stokers? Um, number one, from uh, former Legend of the Week, maybe Babe of the Week, I don't remember, Nikki Altoff. No way. Yeah, yeah. Our, our little traveler. Yeah. Our big traveler. traveler. She's abroad right now, so she's, like, busy, like, changing. Yeah, she, she's going to come back and, like, forget when we eat meals and stuff. Right. We've already what times do we eat dinner in America? I don't even remember. I did a semester <laughs> abroad in London, and <laughs> I have a British <laughs> accent now. <laughs> you get... Dude, that's, a, that's an offensive. Anyway, dude, my bad if that offended anyone. I'm sorry. I mean, no, that would have offended Nikki, of all people. No, she's fine. She'll get over it. Uh, she asked, what are your fave colors? Me, it's the color of the octopus emoji. It's like a maroon burgundy type thing. Mine is um, my eye color because I'm a narcissist. Dope, dope. All right. Question from the GF. Um, the ocean? 
Question mark? That's a tough question, dude. Is that the entire question? That's the whole question. I, I wouldn't expect anything less. That's um, it. That's the that's the tweet. Honestly, yeah, I think so. Honestly, like one of those. Which ocean though? Like I'm I'm leaning Gulf of Mexico. I'm steering really hard into the uh, the uh, Indian Ocean. I don't even know where it is, but I know it's one. It's of the by oceans. India. I thought it was like north. Actually, yeah, it probably is by India. That makes more sense. Shoutouts to you, Indian Ocean. Dude, I didn't even know the South, the South Ocean. What is it called? The Atlantic or no. the Arctic? There's one. There's an Arctic Ocean. So, Southern. Is Atlantic, Pacific, Arctic, Indian, Indian, and there's one more. Dude, I think it's the Southern Ocean. I think you might be right. Dude, I remember, like in geography, I used to be able to just belt off all four, all five of these oceans. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, I'd say to the ocean, sure, definitely. I, I have a pretty large affinity for bodies of water, so the ocean kind of gets my goat. It's the Southern Ocean, dude. You're 100 percent right, dog. Thanks, man. Good job. All right, questions from Sarah Mess. Also, guess what? It is Sarah Mess's 21st birthday right now. It's your birthday, baby. It's your birthday. Who's gonna love you on your worst day? You talk so tough. I know you're soft like buttercups. Reese's, Reese's, don't be ridiculous. Just say your piece and peace out like it's easy. Hotter than Anita. Bacon, baby. Happy birthday, Sarah. Happy birthday, Sarah. Thanks for sending us some questions. Would you, well, number one, would you rather your shirt size be. Always two sizes too big or one size one size too small. Two sizes too big. I love, Honestly, I, I, I all love my shirts question. are two XL. Yeah, I love that question. Two XL. All right, cool. We Although got for it. me it might be triple X. No, it's two XL for me. Yeah, we're largest. I wear largest. Well, okay. For sure. For sure. Um, okay, ass. number two. You get a million dollars, but every time you hear a dog bark, you have to do ten crunches for the rest of your life. Would you do it? A million dollars? Yeah. But every time you hear a dog bark for the rest of your life, you have to do ten crunches. See, I love. Oh. My answer is absolutely yes. My answer is get fucking shredded, and I'd have a million dollars. My answer is yes, and I would just make sure that I have like a a, a mild mannered dog when I grow up. And yeah. then like when I'm in public, yeah, I'm doing crunches like on a dirty subway floor, like maybe once a year. That's fine though, dude. Like once a year, bro, for and a million ten, and for a shredded pack. Ten bro. crunches, not that bad. If it was like a hundred, I might reconsider this. Because then it's just like it infringes upon your time. Yeah, you're right. And if you're like at a dog park, like trying to pick up babes and. You're like, dude, yeah, that point, you just, just at that point, dude, you, just rip off, you just rip off your shirt, though, and the babes just like... They flock to you. All right, let's get out of this park. All right, uh, a, a third one. Wow, she really came through. You have unlimited money for the rest of your life, but every time you sneeze, you get instantly transported to a random place on the planet. Holy shit. That's hard, because 70% of the planet is ocean. We have unlimited money. Yeah. But you're right. If I can guarantee that I don't die from my transportation to the ocean... Then I would consider it because I feel like I could like medically figure out a way to like f- make my nose like freaking strong as hell in terms of filtering. Yeah, yeah. you can just get like, surgery. I would literally like spend. I mean, we have infinite money, so it's a drop in the ocean, right? right? I would just spend whatever the hell I need to do to research on how to like make my nose like freaking superpower filter, bro. Yeah, but I'm coming nose at you. Theater. I'm throwing fucking pepper in your nose. And, and I'm, just gonna like, go, <laughs> I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go. <laughs> yes, bitch. And it turns out I designed my nose to turn sneezes into power, and I just punch you like through a roof. <laughs> no, I should have seen through this facade. And then I just dab my forehead with my like trillion dollar bill, and I just like wipe my butt with it or something. 
for sure. For sure. All right, question from my sis. Part one, would you rather not be able to see any colors or see all one color? Oh, interesting. So if you can't see colors, you, either it. everything is grayscale. Then, yeah, I'd prefer that because then you can at least have some. Or some everything sense. is like red scale, you know? I'm going grayscale. Oh. I think I'm going So grayscale. you still see like depth. It's still on a scale. If you see it one color, sure. I guess grayscale is the one. Color. It's like it's like grace. It's like grayscale, or you put on those sunglasses that have a super strong yellow tint. I feel pretty. I feel pretty grungy, so I'm like gonna go for that grayscale, that like that noir look, like that Spider-Man guy. Yeah, yeah, Nick yeah, Cage yeah. Spider-Man. I love that movie. I'm gonna see everything in black and white. Actually, I'm gonna go a color, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna choose gray. I think I like that thought process. I, I agree. Color or gray? That's a loophole right there. For sure, for sure. Uh, okay. Uh, we just busted that question in half. Dude, dude, we're busting all these questions in half. Actually, we have more? Yeah, we have more. You're joking me. One second. They're in the DMs of the Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Um, question for the pod. Who are some people who, when you talk to about... Wait, 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 wait. Who are some people who, when you talk about them, you say both their first and last name? When I was growing up, I would say my homie, my, Col- my homie Coles. In full name, I'm not. I don't know if I should say it now. No, say say his full name. Yeah, Cole. Beep. He's a he was a homie, and I don't know why, but like whenever I talk about it with my family, we'd say his full name. But obviously, like he's grown out of yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I say his full name too, Cole. Beep. I would say Sarah Mass. Yeah. I say the full name. Yeah. Like, I just say Sarah Mass. Or those those that that abbreviation for sure. Right. Also, Luke. Beep. The guy who sent us a for sure. a, a, a a plug for Washi Wash for last sure. week. We for unfortunately. Sure. Um, yeah, what does that say way? about people when you say they're both names? That their name is really good. like True. Yeah. You could take a negative spin and be like, uh, that means you're not very close to them, but I, maybe they just, I have disagree. Big, they just have a dank name. It's just a good name. All right. Um, question from the GF again. Do you, know the, do you know the brand Simple Truth? No. All right, basically her question is about organic, pro, uh, organic brands. And her point was that it seems sketch when so-called organic brands make ev- everything. Like, the bitches be making goddamn cotton balls and the fact that everything is wrapped in plastic. She's very suspicious of that. I think that's a good point. Because they may like peanut butter, but they also, like she said, they make, they're making cotton balls and, like, toiletries. What's up with that? Yeah, dude. That's, How's that possible? That's so far out of my element that I can't answer that one. I have no clue, dude. I, it sounds sketch from what you guys just said. Yeah. For sure. All right, well, that that's about wraps up all the questions we have. Dude. Dude, episode 11 in this beautiful studio. This studio's really fulfilled my expectations, bro. Wow, excellent to breathe. Thanks. I'm liking it, man. I'm liking it. I can't wait to be back in here next week. Yeah, dude, we're just going to do a little editing on the sound clip, bro. Just, like, make it a little more tidy, bro, instead of just up on it right away. Like, we're going to be in here for another 10 minutes grinding for you Grinding. We're going to be the future meme, like. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's drop a let's drop a subwoofer in there. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Alright. Well, well you wanna take us out? Yeah, I got us, guys. Stokers of Stoke Nation. This is Lucas coming at you with a full tank of Stoke. <clears throat> and I just wanna say I love you guys and I hope you have a great week. Glad to be on the airways for episode eleven of Let's Talk About It with John and Lucas. I think we're ready to cut this puppy off. I just want you guys to Go forward in this week with as much energy as you can possibly muster. and Just make sure that you have an incredible time. Just take everything that you have in life. Don't take it for granted. Just enjoy every last moment you live. And uh, get out there. Meet people.
Make love, not war. You know the whole spiel. All right, peace. Peace.